Alex Gardner woke to the soft glow of the desert sunset. His back was sore from sleeping on the hard, packed sand of the Mojave, and the few dying rays of sunlight that hung in the sky made him feel nauseous, even though he was protected by the cave. He stood and let his body adjust to being awake. He waited until the last glimmers of light gave way to darkness, and then made his way to the front of the cave, then out for a quick hunt. He stared at the landscape, letting the cold night air hit his skin. He loved the quiet of the sand and the creosote. Of course, it wasn't quiet, really. He could hear the antelope ground squirrels beginning to stir, the great flying grasshoppers chattering, and then growing silent with each shadow of the bats that just now began their nightly forays from caves like his. It wasn't really quiet at all, but it was remarkable and almost silent compared to the great cacophony of the city. He stood for a few moments until the sharp pain in his stomach reminded him he was hungry. Sighing, he began the steep climb down the ledge. He spent nearly an hour combing the area, catching jackrabbits and other small animals that hadn't escaped the snares he'd set a few nights back. As he rounded the small sand dune that marked the entrance to his cave, his stomach growled. He propped himself up against the far wall and loosened the string that closed his sack. Then he waited a few seconds, enjoying the anticipation of a hunger soon sated. He considered a little chase to heighten the anticipation and then shook a few of the rabbits onto the floor of the cave. He was disappointed when they didn't make a run for the door, but feebly scratched at the sand. He'd have to adjust the snares. They'd been wound too tightly, and he'd broken the hare's legs. Sighing, he picked one up and sank his teeth into its neck. The warm blood trickled across his tongue and down his throat. As always, he started slowly, trying to savor the taste, but, as always, his hunger got the better of him, and he bit deeper and harder. The rabbit went limp as the blood flowed rapidly, and before he drained it completely, he had the second in his hand. The sack was empty by the time Isae arrived, her fur somehow catching the dim moonlight in the entrance and glistening until she stepped inside, loping to where he lay against the wall. He raised a hand to her and scratched the nape of her neck as she gulped down the bloodless squirrels and rabbits and the single tiny kit fox pup. When she finished, she pressed her muzzle against Alex's face, licking at the drops of blood that had smeared on his chin and neck. She nuzzled his hand, searching for more and finding none, then put her head on his lap. Alex stroked her head and back, and she whimpered softly. Her fur was coarse and thick, and he felt the desert on it. It grew softer as he stroked her, softer and finer, as though his fingers filtered away more than the sandy dustiness of the Mojave. He continued to stroke, as the fur gave way to soft skin, but seemed to gather as well at the top in longer, finer strands. He continued to stroke her back, soft olive skin now, as he watched her forehead bulge forward, her nose and mouth retreat, and her lips distorting as the flesh shrank faster than the bones or teeth. He stroked as whites formed in the corners of her eyes, and brown irises shrank. She lay her head back on his lap, and he stroked her hair, and then her back, and then he stroked lower to where her back met her rear. 
He passed his hand over her firm cheeks and then her thighs. He felt overdressed and he smiled. Seventeen years old. He was seventeen years old and he sat in a cave with a nude girl who would put any of the movie starlets who had filled his adolescent nights with embarrassed desire to shame. He put his hand back on her rear and squeezed. She looked up and smiled at him, rising to her haunches so she could kiss him. Her lips traveled to his neck, and though he kept his hand where he'd placed it, relishing the feel of her, her hands moved over him, pulling off his clothes. An hour later, they lay together as their breath returned to normal, her head on his shoulder and her leg resting on his body. He felt the sand on his naked back and on his calves, 